Hello, hello. Hey, can you hear me? Wait, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, I'm here with Steph. She's my co- she's my co-host. Hey, Hi, how Steph. are you? You know, I'm still out here being a pimp, not loving these hoes. How you feeling? Okay. Hey, that's the only way to live life in these streets, man. That's it. That's it. <laughs> We're doing good. We're so yes. excited to have you on. Um, we've been looking at your videos and reviewing your page, so I, I, I'm seeing great things. Of course. Hey, listen, I, I try to do differently when it comes with my page. I try to make it as entertaining as possible, no matter what I do, no matter where I go. Because it's, it's, a lot of people will do the same exact thing. And it's like, this is all y'all have to offer. Like, you don't want to, like, be a whole vibe. I try to be a vibe out in these streets, you know. Yes, um, you got to, for real. The best way to do it. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to kick this thing off. Um, Y'all are tuned into the Good Life Podcast of Kickback. It's your boy, Good Life Russ. I go by that handle on all social media platforms. Make sure you follow me and like me. And like me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is Steph Magic. Um, you can find me at Steph.Magic on Instagram, Steph with a F, or you can actually go to StephMagic.com. Awesome. And we're having a guest today from Atlanta. So you can go ahead and Yes, uh, Kendra Crump, uh, aka the H and I C. You know, I am the head nigga in charge around here, and I'm um, so much of the H and I C that that's actually my Wi-Fi network name. And no, none of y'all can have that uh, uh, network name or passcode uh, because I don't even know what the passcode is anymore. And uh, <laughs> shout out to all the people out there who are still stealing Wi-Fi. Can, can you learn to grow up, please? Thank you. Um, so yes, that's uh, Dang. you know, I, I'm a recent graduate of uh, Clark Atlanta. I re-enrolled myself into Georgia State so I can get my PhD uh, eventually in child psychology. So anybody who wants a free session on me, one session, then uh, holla at your girl. Uh, after that, you know, it's going to be a charge. And it's going to be a double charge if you keep coming back to me about the man who keeps giving you crabs. You know what time it is, all right? <laughs> I'm also a uh, rapper to games, uh, baby mom slash wife. And I know he listens to this podcast because y'all are just popping like that. So I like to give my little accolades. Uh, JC on Terrell Taylor. I sent you a DM on April 19th, 2020, 8.08 p.m. And April 19th, 2021 at 9.38 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for both. You need to respond back to my DM, sir. Thank you. That's it. Get him. <laughs> that was probably the best intro I've ever heard. Absolutely love it. I'm going to have to revise some things for sure. That was fire. I'm excited. I'm really excited now. So I see you like comedy. I'm mm-hmm. more excited about the child psychology. That's definitely my background as well. So how did you find yourself in comedy? So I've been funny my entire life. You know, let, let's start from uh, when I was Jay High. You know, children are going to always be funny. But if you can still make people laugh once you hit, like, high school and college and above and beyond, then you got a gift. And I remember in fourth grade, my teacher, shout out to Mrs. Rosser, she said to me, either she said, you're the funniest student I've ever had. Uh, or the funniest student this year. But, you know, for the sake of this conversation, you got to hype yourself up. So I, I think she said that uh, I was the funniest student she's, like, ever had in teaching. I'm pretty right? sure that's what she said. I, yeah, I, I think, know I, that's I, what they had to be I, that. I, of course, of course. So back to the story. Uh, so I get to middle school. People, you know, were laughing at me. High school, they were telling me, Kendra, you need to have your own TV show. You're hilarious. Like, have a camera follow you around for a full year. Like, I will watch it. And so 2016... I started with Snapchat. I would post 
video saying, hey, welcome back to the Kendra Crone show. By the time my uh, videos were like Little Kim's hardcore album, you know, and I actually I wrote some of her lyrics, but she doesn't want to admit that. That's why we beefing right now. Back to um. the story. So um, and one thing I realized is, is that you can be funny. If I had to start studying after other comedians because I realized that you can be funny with or without using profanity you can be funny mm-hmm. with uh or without like talking about sex because sex is always going to be funny but if you can talk about religion you can talk about um uh race the lgbt lmno community i got a joke for y'all i'm gonna go with it light because i don't want to offend nobody uh how are you gay and can't dress what the hell were you doing in the closet the entire time <laughs> uh we're gonna go light with it uh if you want to hear more of the more jokes of the lgbt lmno community hit my dm back to the story so <laughs> i um i had to start studying after, after the other comedians and i literally um learn like okay let me be funny with everything and i might i never tried to be funny i just say stuff that like my mother always taught me to think before i spoke and i never listened to her so that's pretty much where i'm at now the end okay so you never listened to her what's what's that about <laughs> um I mean, because I felt like, you know, two women, a young, a woman and a young girl can't be, you know, women can't be in the same household. Like, you know, you think you know it all and stuff like that. And, and you talk back and, and I, I, you know, I just, once I learned what curse words were, honey, everybody got cursed. I remember in sixth grade, everybody got told to shut the F up and go F yourself. Like I did not care. I was going off on folks and I dare someone to say something back and nobody did. Like they knew what time it was but back to the story and then i like i just like one day just randomly just stopped cursing at people and like now i kind of brought it back but i don't do that this is how I'm, I'm this is how i'm cursing folks out now okay i'm doing it like biblically wise i'm gonna say i hope your crops wither and bear no fruit and i hope the ravens eat your mustard seeds okay i'm like that, 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 that's words and that can apply to anything in your life so if i say that it's already on and pop you're gonna be like yeah whatever and then you wake up and you you already like you bawled some more and you and you realize that your job just like shut down yeah i spoke it haha so you you color purple cur- <laughs> yeah i mean this i feel like that, that 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 yes like you know when tabitha brown said what she said to uh wendy williams like wendy. she cursed her without actually cursing at her you know Absolutely. and that was like like it you felt that like i i, I got shook it you know for so sure yes, I am you, color purple. you don't come for tab like you don't you don't come for tab Mm-hmm. that's actually true but yeah and actually the color purple that's one of my favorite favorite movies and stuff like that you know <laughs> and um i actually had wanted that relate you know i watched a lot of television and movies growing up and i wanted that it's five of us and i wanted that relationship with my older um older or oldest set uh, uh sisters and i realized it took me a while to realize like that if you ain't on the same spiritual wavelength with folks it's it's, it's all well and good you know you're gonna have to be okay about that regardless mm-hmm. and so i'm the only one in my immediate family who's as funny and and, and exuberant like they they don't even laugh at my jokes i got like a brother i can't stand that i hate when people don't laugh at funny <laughs> shit like I got a, I got a brother of mine, youngest brother. Um, he laughs at what I'd say, and then my mother be laughing sometimes. You know, at certain things. Like I remember, this wasn't too long ago. Um, I she had told me when she was like twenties, early twenties, um, and when she had her second child, she had said that uh, she was really sick one day and she had died for like I don't know five ten minutes. And I asked her 
uh, when she was like, she was floating up. So I'm like, okay, cool. You went to heaven. But I asked her when she was floating up, I said, did you see some birds in the plane while you was floating in the sky? And she's like, started laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, Kendra, I did not see no birds in the planes when I was floating up in the sky. I'm like, oh, okay. So well, I, I know. Yeah. Well, think about that. <laughs> So, so some of the stuff that you might see on television, like, oh, this is what heaven's like. No, like, I be, it's like, it's so many things I'd be wondering. I'm like, did you see other people? Were you guys like, like playing, like, you know, double dutch while y'all was floating up? You know, it's like, no, Kendra, none of that happened. So, uh, <laughs> she, 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 she made it. I said, well, and I asked her, I said, how'd you actually like come back, like, to, to your body and stuff? She says, because she looked at her kids. And she realized that, like, she couldn't leave them alone with my punk-ass daddy. So she said, she yelled, no! And she, like, woke up in her body. But, you know, she had no mama Scared you herself back to life. Oh, that's hell crazy. no. <laughs> you know, so that's pretty. And you know what's so crazy? Like, my father, you know, rest his soul, man. My dad, he was never, like, he was, like, a shoot-the-breeze type of father. And I remember I wanted to, because once they divorced, I wanted to go live with my father. Okay. And he, uh you know, want to still be like Bachelor of Atlanta or whatever. I'm like, brother, you 70 years old. Ain't nobody gonna want your old ass now. Anyway, back to the story. So he wanted to be Bachelor of Atlanta and go travel and everything else like that. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, he just made an excuse. He was a weekend dad. So we did weekend uh, activities and it was cool. The end. Okay. (laughs) Well, first of all, our condolences about that. It's, you um, know what it's okay thank you he actually had um passed away from stage four prostate cancer and he oh, actually wow. knew for years he had cancer he could have actually beat it but the thing about it is like and this is why i always say like black men or men period y'all need to go get checkups like do you do you mm-hmm. like going to the doctor or you don't care about going to the doctor um i i don't like the doctor most black men we have a tear like a terminus relationship with doctors and it stems back from before our time, I feel like. Uh, but we just don't trust them. We don't trust the diagnosis. I don't trust, like, they're here to help. And and we are getting better at it, our generation. A lot of my friends do go and do do regular checkups. But I mm-hmm. think also we're counteracting, like, we're being healthy. You know what I mean? Like, we're understanding nutrition. Like, we're getting back to exercising and working out. And I don't know. I don't really fuck with the doctor, though. I don't fuck with the dentist. I don't fuck with wait, wait, I know it. I wait. understand it. What's wait? Not okay. The dentist, come on now. I don't like, trust him either. Have you been to the dentist? They got a high suicide rate. They stressed. I don't want no stressed what? out person in my mouth while I'm asleep. Oh, <laughs> Who told you that? You Where'd you get that suicide from? This morning, now you working on my molars. Where like, did you? No. You know what? I'm actually. I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm gonna make a joke about Dennis. Be on the lookout for that. It's gonna be on probably, maybe not my PSA announcement, mm-hmm. but it'll probably be on like either a Friday PSA announcement or just a regular Monday, like, uh, you know, a theory announcement and stuff like that. So be on the lookout for that. It's gonna be in, within the next I few weeks or months. I need to hear. So yes. Okay, how, and do, this, how do women feel about doctors? How do y'all? I don't mind the doctor, I, but I will tell you this i'll tell you this so um here's a fun fact about myself so i'm still a virgin my throat's not but my cat is right and so i had (laughs) to go and (laughs) i'm trying to wait till marriage but let me tell y'all something right i'm literally i literally i'm this is honest truth okay i literally have abstained 
from like all sexual impurity, like back in like June at the end of June. So I'm doing good, right? I'm like, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna touch myself. I'm not doing none of that, right? But why did I wake up? I had a dream and this dream was like the other day and it was like this very violently like great orgy or whatever, right? Don't even know whose penis this was in my mouth, okay? Right. But anyway, I woke Lord. up and my legs were in the air. I don't know how. I've never <laughs> had that happen before, but I woke up. <laughs> True story, right? So last year, I had to, uh, I went to go get like STD tested for everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let me just go check, right? Child, it hurts. Got to scrape the inside of your wall, all that type of mess, yeah, right? And I, and I said to myself, it's how do sexually active people do this? You know, so like, I feel like mm-hmm. you guys might be virgins, but hey, who, you never know. Okay. I, I, I don't I assume am. nothing. <laughs> Okay, so are are you guys sexually active, or you're like like me, not a, like you're still a virgin? Um, <laughs> my kids think I'm a virgin. Oh, you but... have children. Happy Father's Day to you. Okay, oh, so yeah, hell of them. Right. Well, but, Steph, um... Steph, are you are you still are you still you know have your your you know has your has your cooter cat not been touched? Oh, that's you. Yeah, no. Um, it it definitely has. I also have four children and a a man. So um. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. Okay, well, this is my question for you. Okay, once once you like, okay, because I this is what I've always been told that first time, especially for women, like ninety nine percent of women, like that first time is freaking horrible, right? Like you yeah. don't even want to do it again. But what makes you all want to go back and do it again? Okay, so it, this is a really good question, <laughs> legit. So for me, it hurt it for a long ass time, like years. Like I wasn't comfortable for years. Um, so what makes, and I was also really young at this particular time, what made me want to do it again was that I felt like I was supposed to. <laughs> I was like, I was 18, like, oh, well, I guess we got to go again. Uh, <laughs> It's oh, you say yo, okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, (laughs) I thought I was supposed. I felt like I was supposed to. Felt like I had to, and I most definitely fucking did not. So let me ask you guys this question: from both the male and female's perspective, knowing what you know now, would you have waited till you were older or married to have lost your virginity? Honestly, I wouldn't have. Um, from a male's perspective, and there's several reasons, but I think there's certain things as men we feel like we need to learn and get out the way earlier than later. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either due to you don't want to be embarrassed later in life or two, we just don't want to be lost and out the loop. So men do a lot of shit through experimentation. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say from a male perspective, no. I got two perspectives. One, me just being me, um, and just the sexual person that I am whenever I am. However, I am now on a journey with God. So I, I feel I feel Amen. Dirty. so dirty. So <laughs> I feel like had I not started, I wouldn't still be doing it now. And that, and honestly, that's where I'm gonna be honest with you. Even though, like you know, because oral sex technically still is sex, and it took me a while to realize that you could still catch an STD like in your throat or whatever. And I had an issue with coming across men of all shapes and sizes, making it seem like I was really out there. I don't think I was really out there. I think the number might be ten. It could be. I don't know at this point. You know, as time progresses, you lose count. But out of the let's just say it was ten. Let let's say it was ten. Out of ten different guys, nobody ever wanted to wear protection. And I'm like, did you not pay attention to health class? You know, that is a problem with men. That is a problem. Like, bro, can we (laughs) they don't care. I but it's like it's like a mixture of not caring and being ignorant being uneducated because a lot of men don't know 
like I and I, I, I don't like using like school as references of education because we all experience school differently. So just mm-hmm. because we all went to school don't mean we learn what they were teaching in school. And a lot of people, men didn't get this at home because the men that were raising us or didn't raise us were the same people who we are. So a lot of this stuff I feel like that we have was already instilled in us. And then when you don't have the right direction, yes, you're going to go the wrong way. Mm. Gotcha. So and you know what? I, I, I do think it's an issue. Don't get me wrong. Like nothing I ever do because I hold myself very accountable. You know what I mean? justify what i do but i am real about what i do and i do understand who i am and why i move the way i move so in a mm. perfect way, world absolutely you know come from the perspective of oh you know, we're going to be safe but what aspect of our life as a black man has ever been safe like when huh? which, when do we ever get to walk <laughs> in a lane and i'm like oh i'm safe you know what i mean so we live life in a way that we know the calculated risk we know what can happen and either we're prepared for it or not but it's not going to stop us from what i came to do in any sense. And that's like psychological. That's That was instilled in us before we even had comprehension. So I, now we're just mm-hmm. learning to live with these things. I don't know. When I said, when talking about me as a female um, from when I'm teaching my son, right? Mm-hmm. So me and his dad are up his ass about having protection. My son is a teenager. You know, teenagers eventually just do whatever they want to do. We talked to him about abstinence plenty, many times, and that <laughs> did not work. Um, we've talked to him about protection. I got four kids. His dad got 10 kids. Altogether, we got 12 kids because we share two of them kids. So we got a whole bunch of fucking kids. Like, bro, this is the most fertile family you could ever have came across. Okay. <laughs> You're going to have to use protection. He don't even want to go to work. He's supposed to be cutting grass right now. I bet you he's sleep. So <laughs> what? you definitely can't what? take care of no baby. And I'm not doing it. I done did it. I've done I'm doing it no more. But his first time, no protection. How did how did you know that he was sexually active? Did he just come and tell you or you smelled it on him? Or he no, was walking him. different? Oh, you just so. you just asked him. Did you just randomly like have a dream? What made you decide to say, let me ask him? Like what was you just um we were in the car on the way to my house i was Uh thinking um he said something something about his girlfriend i think i was asking about his girlfriend um and i was like i was like well when y'all start wait are y'all fucking and he was like um um and i didn't make him have to lie so then i just asked him when and if he used protection or whatever and he was like we didn't but i i didn't intend for this to happen it just happened and I'm like, okay, but we've had this conversation 700,000 times, my guy. Like, you cannot let that happen. So I went exactly. and got him condoms that day. Um, we talked about it tons of times. At that time, he actually had not even told his dad yet, which is mm-hmm. not a thing. Like, he told his, that's his best friend. So when he told, I told his dad, told him I was going to tell his dad, his dad had a heart attack because he knows oh. he got all these damn kids. <laughs> And ain't nobody trying to be no grandparents no time soon. Mm-hmm. He like, you don't see the shit I go through with all these kids. You don't see me being stressed out, broke, can't handle it. Like, what? do all of what I'm trying to do. You don't see this? You want this? Mm-hmm. So, um, the Man, fact that's, that my that's... son does live with 11 siblings and that he ain't give a fuck is, is scary. But you know what? You know what's so crazy? It's like, now that you're older, there are things like, man, I was so stupid. Like, I can't. I can't believe that. Like, that's why I said for me, I'm going to keep it real with you. I really wish. And at that time I was trying to, it was a fitting. Cause the very first time I remember doing anything sexual was like, I was 18 the first time. And I remember the first time I got ahead. This is, this is how crazy th- this was. Right. And I remember the date too. It was like July 25th <laughs> at like 1230 at night. That's my birthday. 
Uh oh, girl, I got it on your birthday. <laughs> well, ha- happy belated birthday, sis. What'd you end up doing for your birthday? Why, thank you. What'd you say? What'd you do for your birthday this past like two weeks ago? Oh, I went um to a um a wine festival. Mm-hmm. So some grown and sexy shit. And then the next day I went and got incredibly drunk. Um my man at the food truck why are you white <laughs> oh gosh oh wow apparently i was fucked up <laughs> that's hilarious wow okay that's that's one for the books i'm glad you didn't end up on world star but you know what the thing was i remember this day i was like i'm gonna shave my my arms i'm gonna shave my legs i'm gonna shave my little toe hair i told i was not gonna tell no one because i didn't want to jinx it right because i'm like this opportunity ain't gonna happen again Little do I know it happened like five, <laughs> six more times, like later that year by different people. Back to the story. So, so I literally, I remember it was right outside of my mom's house, directly across the street, like in the cul-de-sac in his car that looked like, if y'all remember watching Knight Rider, the car mm-hmm. from Knight Rider, an old school mm-hmm. car, but he's still a young guy. So it was directly across. And I'm, <laughs> I, I remember I prayed. I said, God, I know I'm about to do something bad, but please protect me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so when I went across the street, y'all, when I tell you it was whack, and in my mind, I thought that I equated um, oral sex to be the same as like sex where, okay, it's going to get better as time progressed. But no, that's not true. Because if a person doesn't know what they're doing that first time, they just don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> they I don't know they don't know what they're doing. They're and he didn't want to admit to the fact that he didn't know what he like, he, you know, what present. <laughs> present day like we're we're still facebook friends and i think he's i think he's gay because he takes like he has like 500 pictures of himself and no women and he has some of his bros in the pictures i think i don't know but with that being said he asked me present day like a year some change back he's like how was i like you know a few years back i'm like brother i didn't like it he's like yeah you were too jumpy anyway how you gonna get upset hold up bro hold up that's one of them. Hey, girl, fuck you, bitch. That's what. <laughs> That's pretty much what it what it came down to, you know. And so, and so, with that being said, what what my goal in my mind was, I was like, I'm gonna get on this journey of finding out what great head was, and it took me two and a, two years later, actually, two years later, finally came across this guy. But I find out present day a year ago. Kendra, you know, he was like had a whole relationship, right? I said, bro, what the what? <laughs> Right. <laughs> but, no you know, practice like I said, at home, nothing. I I would have what I would have done. So let me um let me educate you, women, please. Oh, okay. Because because like this process for young, developing, budding, troubled men, young men, is a lot different than it is for y'all. The process of having sex is different for us than it is for y'all. But just to give you some insight, Mm -hmm. we're peer pressured at a young age. Not saying, you know, every man can't overcome peer pressure. It's another one of those things. I think there's like society has this one view of men like we all operate on the same plane and we do not. We are vastly different. So there's different men that pick up different things at different times in their life. No different than women. But a lot of our first experience with women, we're just as afraid and worried and overthinking about it as y'all are. We just have to be confident. Like have to exude confidence we don't have a choice not to be confident as men so we're terrified you know what i mean and my first experience was with an older woman and i did that for a reason because i knew they were experienced i knew she could because i was trying to learn like i do mm-hmm. shit for research 
I don't have this thing in me to where I just got to have fun and have pleasure all the time. Like if I'm a part of something most of the time, I'm learning or mm-hmm. like I've experienced this before and I fucked up. So like I'm trying to do it right. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. I can't really speak to men who don't want to get better sexually. Like that's one of the things I'm kind of competitive in. Like I work on, like I used, I started watching porn to like study. <laughs> like I wanted to know different positions. I'm like, oh, why Lord. is he putting this leg like this? And why is <laughs> He got two women at once. Oh my God, he, he's greedy. Man. I'm just trying to. <laughs> to but nah, he young, is greedy. You know I mean? And you don't know, you don't know nothing yet until you start learning more things. And you're like, damn, I don't know shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then once I got into it, it, it became very exciting. This is around 2021. So this is like, I already didn't have two kids at this point. And like, sex is fun for me. I love it. It's exciting. It's great. And then as I start having relationships, like, that starts to go away. Like, I start to lose the emotion and the attachment to sex. Like, it just becomes a thing you do in your relationship versus something we want to do. Like, something that, you know, we're going to enjoy this versus, like, this is scheduled. Thursday <laughs> night at 9, like, drop them pants. Oh, that's like, horrible. That's, that's horrible. Terrible. Like, that is, oh, listen, I lived in that. That, that was terrible i don't want to have i start faking like sleep that. and everything <laughs> just to not get touched at night i'm like I'm, I'm, and you know it's what so forced. i'm so sorry to hear but you know what i'm so sorry to hear that because like for me like i said i'm on this this journey of waiting until marriage and i'm i like spontaneity right and i saw this picture on that was going around on facebook that was circling where this woman she had like this really like see-through dress and she was in the dryer but she like had been over in the dryer so like the role play thing and then um somebody said yeah y'all think this happens in marriage but it doesn't and i'm like why doesn't that happen like how come like when you walk in the house it's like you just throw somebody against the wall and y'all get started why doesn't that happen like i thought that's what it's supposed to be but i guess yeah life happens where you you have a lot on your mind and then you know you might have to end up just having sex because of the fact well i don't it's been a couple of weeks and like just making sure that he's still okay oh, is you know? that is frightening i never want that ever 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 in life I never want scheduled sex. But is that a lack of attraction? Want... That's what it sounds like. Yes. I'm doing that. I want that. Mm. You want no. that? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's no, your like, vibe? Only that? Like, with, like, it depends on, like, if this is my man. Like, but with other men, like, men that I'm not dating. Yeah. Yes. You want to no, schedule? No, we talk about in marriage. Yeah, we no. talking about with one person. Yeah, no, I don't it want that. Terrible. It sounds terrible. Be... No, I got a headache. I'm never going to be like that. I know I'm not Yo, ever going to be like that. I laugh a little bit, but I be it's hurting on the inside. Like, y'all really like this? I'm never going to be that woman. I'm never going to be like that. I pro- like, I know I it. I snatch your bonnet off it's to never get gonna happen. Like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> I ain't. Uh, I, I feel like it's lack of attraction to me. Like, I, when I'm with somebody I'm really that attracted to, we gonna do it anywhere. Like, I don't. Period. It's just gonna happen. Fuck it. Me? But <laughs> if I gotta think about it, like, damn, when the last time we did it? Check my calendar. Like, right. man, I had a blue shirt no, on. No, I saw was this that? guy. He brought to divorce court a <laughs> of all the times he asked this woman, and she said no. He wrote down the date, the reason. And everything that's not a marriage, that's not a relationship, no, you know what I mean? And people call it nowadays. I think words just are lost, like, and that's true. why people are so afraid of words because you don't know what this word means to this person. There's 10 different meanings for words now, so it's like, damn, I gotta, I gotta kind of understand your comprehension and then kind of talk to you on a level that I feel like we can meet each other. But I, but we go into conversation so afraid, like we're going to be misunderstood, we hold back, and that's a lot of people's relationships to me. So, you know what I mean? so Kendra, with you saying you're on a journey to wait until marriage, um, 
No, I did hear you call. No, no, no. I'm, la- I'm, I'm laughing in psychology. Like, we, can't, we have no dating lives in psychology. I'm about to tell, tell you. I'm about to tell you what, how how it is. I'm about to tell you how it is. Okay. So, I have never met so many people. It's, it's, it's to, I'm going to answer your question like in two or three different parts. I've never met so many people over the age of 21 who don't have, unless you live in New York, but if you live in a place where you need a car, who don't have a car, a license, a legal job, credit, a house, but they're 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 cripper blood. They got they got Jordan and they got weed. And to me, that's just deplorable. I've never met so many people over the age of twenty one who love sitting. When I say, "Hey, send me a picture for your contact photo," they'll send me a picture of them like flashing money or them throwing up the middle fingers. Oh my God, are you they'll serious? text day that this and them how old you is stuff like that. Right? I've never. You want some scripts? I've never the the the. Now, mind you, I don't get hollered at in person. I get hollered at more online. And the amount... Yeah. I never realized how many unattractive people there were until I hit the That's World the Wide Web. Yeah. Um, and to me, it's like they're very old. I like people in my age who like 90s <laughs> and early 2000s. Like, if I was to ever date somebody who was born in the 60s or 70s, you gotta look like Billy D. Williams in his prime, okay? okay you gotta be very period. attractive. <laughs> you know, or Richard Roundtree. Somebody... Richard Roundtree's still been fine. No homo, no homo. But Richard Roundtree's <laughs> been fine his entire life, okay? But, but he's got jungle fever, so he's off the market, I guess, for good. Back to the story. So, with that being These said... These be looking like Forrest Whitaker shooting a shot, boy. Yeah. <laughs> And but to me, it's like it's like I just don't have time for that. And my thing is, is when you know your worth, it's gonna get lonely at the top. And so what I did is I'm going. I wrote. I've written down my list. I've given it to God, and now I'm gonna wait. And also, I learned that you got the rest of your life for relationships. Work on your goals first, and then you can put yourself out there. Because one thing I do realize is that you can meet someone, and they could end up, um, you know, basically having you. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I can't I can't think of it right now. Distracted started with D. They can have you end up distracted. distracted yeah, yeah, distracted. They can they, they can have you distracted from you focusing on your goals because you're just focused on them and you like, I can't live my life without that person. You gotta realize, man, man, woman will fail you at the end of the day, but God won't. So that's, I had to put learn to put my trust in God Ooh. at the end of the day. That's, that's the answer to my to the dating. You guys will know I'm off the market when you see. Um, a wedding ring. I'm just gonna post a wedding ring, uh, the picture of my wedding ring, and then you're gonna know Kendra's officially off the market. I'm not posting my family. I know. Listen, I'm getting big in these streets. Okay, I'm, I'm a little famous. Slightly, okay. okay. I don't want people. Oh, you Kendra Crump's daughter punch. I, like, what if I offended somebody? Poor daughter. Have time for that. Poor daughter. Paparazzi got pictures of her pimples and shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. So, how do you feel about? where the world is headed as far as like everything is being engulfed in technology more people want to be in the house more people are being what well, I, I wouldn't say anti-social but i would say like more people want to be lonesome how do i, I mean, feel we grew up in the age like we was outside you know what i mean mm-hmm. like we experienced a lot just from going like leaving every day and that's not really happening now so I think number one, technology could be a good thing or a bad thing. It's all about how you use it. The fact that a lot of these parents aren't getting their children to go outside and go play and stuff like that, that falls on the parents. Um, social media is cool, but at the end of the day, like 
life is more than being on an app all day. You got to have a break. Like it's exhausting. Like, like there might be five, six hours. I go back on, 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 you know, online and I'll respond back to my messages. That's pretty much what it comes down to, you yeah. know? So for me, I think that we need to go back to like the only time you need to be inside is if there's a thunderstorm outside, that's it. But other than that, you need to be doing something, do some crossword puzzles. If you're staying inside, be productive, do crossword puzzles, do uh, learn how to do some Sudoku, um, I think I, I, that that I do. Um, you need to learn how to do something to better yourself, man. Read, get up on knowledge, and figure out who like really you are in your ancestry. But hey, what do I know? Yeah, I like that. I like that. So, can you give us some insight? Like, walk us, walk us through a week of Kendra. Like, walk, show, like, what do you go through? What are you doing? What's your high- food do you eat? Like. Okay, so um, I like to run my drug cartel. Don't tell nobody. But while I'm not doing that illegal activity, I like I'm, I'm like you a, about that. I, I I'm a YouTube head. You know, I love YouTube. <laughs> I get on the rabbit trail of YouTube and I watch whatever. Um, I love uh, like sports. You know, grew up a tomboy. I play basketball, football, baseball, anything, anything in the world ball except men's balls. Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> I like to read. I like to write. And I mean, besides me not like going after, you know, working on my dreams and like trying to jump on podcasts and radio shows and stuff. I like traveling as well. I like to see God's glory. It's more than like two bars and 10 people that you've known your entire life. Go out there and and go live in Thailand for a week, you know, learn, learn, learn a new language. So uh, food, I'll, I'll eat. I eat everything except crab legs, shrimp, pork and red meat. Those are the four oh, things for right that. now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? What's your favorite? That, What's your favorite food? Italian food. That's probably that's oh, yeah, yes. Italian food. South the pasta. Yes. Yes. That is my, my guilty pleasure. Yeah, pasta and bread. <laughs> yeah. What was the best place you traveled? What was the what, what was your favorite place you traveled to? My favorite state is California. Least favorite state's Arkansas. My favorite city is Miami. Least favorite city is Albany, Georgia. <laughs> what happened gotcha. to Albany? <laughs> it's nothing there. I found a lake and I found some mean geese. I tried to pet <laughs> them and there was a bunch of like turds everywhere. They nobody are gangsters, okay. <laughs> they don't they don't want to clean. They don't want to you know how like you know how like cats will go to say litter box and like like cover up they they uh litter. Yeah, these geese don't do that. They just you, you gotta like be careful what you're stepping on. Right. So that's pretty much it with Watch that. Back. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. So Franklin Park here for mm-hmm. us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got that locally. Uh, and the geese are rude. Like they won't move or nothing. Like y'all some motherfuckers, yeah, huh? You gotta, you gotta shove them around a little bit. They entitled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do you so what is your dream trip? What place, what's the goal trip that you want to take that you know you gotta work towards taking, but you you're gonna take it either way. And you know what? Traveling is not really that expensive. You just have to catch flight. People are like, man, what type of job do you have? You always in the airport. I'm like, I'm a sugar baby. Uh, so listen, traveling is not expensive. <laughs> go uh, catch flight deals. Find inexpensive hotels. I want to go to Aruba or Bora Bora. It doesn't cost that much money. You know, okay. you could you could spend five thousand for a newest iPhone, but you can't go get a passport to go to Jamaica. Come on now. Ooh, that's so, nice. I tell that's people that all the time. It. That's pretty much it, man. You, you you want like just come on. You ain't you ain't been outside your city like, oh, I want to join you, bro. You no, I don't know you. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. 
He'll definitely try that. <laughs> okay, so Kendra, this has been great. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Let me know what you want to tell the people. What is it that you um you want to leave us with? Yeah, uh, do cocaine because crack is whack. Uh, y'all are definitely <laughs> welcome, both of y'all. I heard a third voice, like it was like sound like three's a party back there. Yeah, but y'all Constance. are definitely y'all. Yeah, hi, Miss Constance. Y'all are definitely uh, welcome on my podcast. Even Miss Constance can come if you want to say a couple of words. Just let people know you here, and you can dip on out. But y'all are welcome on my podcast. Please tune in. Um, every Friday going on to Saturday night, Saturday morning, Friday night, Saturday morning to the Kendra Crump show. So Kendra with a Y, Crump with a C. Um, and then please put a space. It's a show with not not with no money sign. I'm not no ASAP Rocky right here, okay? Please stop putting a, a money sign for S people. Y'all are too old for that, okay? <laughs> but yes, y'all are welcome on my podcast. We do like naked podcasts because it's audio only, okay? And it's via Zoom and you're going to enjoy it, but please, the, the part is you have to be naked, okay? so make sure if you don't follow the rules don't show up but I still want you guys to show up anyway okay even if you don't follow the rules the first time but yeah it's great we have a segment called what would you like to ban B-A-N so like for example let's ban people who park over the line that's just one example you think of it uh, what you like to ban and we discuss that and I connect you with other podcasters it's great man it's it's, it's beautiful so y'all are welcome whenever y'all want to jump on my podcast jump on and also on a more serious note um when it comes to following your dreams, like my, my, one of my favorite quotes is behind every no, there is a yes. And again, people ain't going to always want to accept you. There are going to be people who will give you the run around and you have to be okay with that. You know, there are going to be people who want you, who will charge you to try to jump on their podcast. And if you want to pay and go broke, trying to get on these people's podcasts, that's up to you. But uh, I'm not going to do it. Anybody, if you well, hear me, it's always been free or, you know, I showed my titties to get on back to the story. So that's pretty much it. That's all <laughs> I have to leave you out with. All right. I appreciate that. Yes. Yes. So this is great. I appreciate you and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Thank you all. Take care.